Welcome to episode three of Prop Talk. Thank you for joining the channel and giving us a listen. Today we will be talking about friends and how they are important to the college experience. Let's get to it. A lot of people say that the friends you make in college are with you throughout your life. Do you agree with that? Or you oh, absolutely. I mean, I mean, I haven't lived the rest of my life, but so far <laughs> I would agree with that. Fair enough. Like you said, I haven't lived the rest of my adult life yet, but I would agree with the statement because the friends we have now are our family. I mean, they're they're the, the school family. We see each other every day. We talk to each other every day. We study together, do homework together, cook together, I mean, goof off together. We see each other more than we see our real family, yeah, honestly. I see, I see you, no joke, every day. It, or at least talk to you every day when I go home back home to work. Yeah. At least talk to you. So, you and I definitely spend more time together than I do with my family. I mean, that's that's why choosing your friends in college is really important because I mean, you're gonna spend every every day talking to them and. Yeah, that's. I mean, that really makes the college experience, because I mean, think of people here at our school that, you know, stay cooped up in their dorms all day. Yeah. They don't really talk to anyone, and and they hate it here. They really do. It depends on who you talk to, um, whether you know our school is branded as a fun place or a place of torture <laughs> yeah I mean, it's, I mean, gonna, it's gonna make or break it for sure i would say you and i definitely have a good experience here yeah um and a lot of people that we hang out with would say the same thing i mean yeah we always joke oh you know <laughs> we're tired over here want to get out of the small town but at the same time a very small percentage of the people here do enjoy their time because they make the best of it. Yeah, absolutely. Like, they, like you and I, we don't just sit around all day. I mean, we do now <laughs> yeah. because of coronavirus. COVID-19 and all that, yeah. Because we kind of have to, but... We still make the best of it, though. We find ways to entertain ourselves, like, you know, cooking or watching random TV shows. Working out. People flying in Alaska. Playing Xbox. Yeah. Whatever we can. So, we also hang out with our friends a lot, which is important. Because if if you do stay cooped up all day, you know, you're bored and you get tired of it. Well, and you're going to go home a lot more. That's, that's gas money. That is that's true. That's time away from the school and time not spent down here studying or getting stuff done they need to get done. We definitely are down here more than the average person that goes to our school. I'd rather be down here than back home just because I don't have to deal with anything I have to deal with up there, you know, or I don't have to be focused on stuff up there while, you know, I can't be focused on stuff down here and I need to be focused on. That makes sense. I feel the same way. I mean, there's not a lot of distractions down here at all. Some of the, part of the reason I like to sit down here is for when we do study, I can't study back home. Yeah, Just no, I'm the, the same way, way. The way I learned the best, especially for our flight stuff, is talking about it like we did today. Yeah. Um, It just makes it easier because saying it out loud over and over and over and having a conversation about it or calling people, asking them questions about it, it really helps you remember it. I mean, yeah, that's why it's really important to, um, I mean, have a good solid friend group to be able to get stuff done all the time. And I mean, not just going out and out in the town, if you want to say the town here, but <laughs> we can't really do that. Though. I mean, that's one of the benefits of this place is there's nothing to do except for get your crap done and get close to people. It's how you do that. Yeah. And I would say that our friend group or family or 
I'd use those interchangeably, is is a good solid group. And come to think of it, how do we how do we really get started? Well, I know I was in the dorms and uh, well, actually before I was in the dorms, I was at my brother's ground school thing. At, That's the first day I met. You. Yeah, and Patricia was in there too, correct? And Tristan was in there. Yeah. With, yes, and Tristan was my roommate then and still is now. Yeah. So him and I were together at the ground school because your brother invited me to come. Yeah. And I was like, hey, Tristan, you know, we're in the same spot. Come tag along. Yeah. And then I remember my brother was just roasting me on stuff that I didn't know. <laughs> stuff like that. Yeah, or I said something wrong. And I didn't know anyone in the room. And then he was just flaming on me. Yeah. <laughs> and that same night, I believe, was when we went to go eat Mexican. Yeah. Yeah, we did. Absolutely. Okay. That's, yep. what, that's what I thought. So you, me, and Tristan, and... Your brother and a couple other instructors went to go eat Mexican, and that's when we started hanging out. Yeah. So that was a pretty good group, was you, me, and Tristan. Like, we were, mm-hmm. we were the trio. Yeah. And then I remember when Aaron was leaving. Yeah. Um, <laughs> when we were calling dibs on the stuff in his office. Oh, yeah. Do you remember that? Yeah, in all the instructors' office. I mean, I remember, I was like, can I have this? It's like, oh, yeah, I don't care. I'll leave and take it. <laughs> I mean, it wasn't, some of the stuff wasn't even... There's to give away, but well, you may not like a bandit. You got all the cool posters. Oh yeah, <laughs> I didn't get any of the I posters. I took everything I could get my hands on. Um, I got the airspeed indicator though. Yeah, that thing which is, is sick. pretty sick. I did get those airplane seats too from the other instructor, which are mine because of our thirty day rule. No, I mean they're at your apartment, but I still need to grab them. No, they're, I'll let you think that. Okay, <laughs> we'll see about that. <laughs> I'll let you think that. So I'm trying to think who came next into our group. So once we moved in and got all situated and school started, I was at the dorms and y'all were on the other campus. Yeah, correct? 30 minutes away. Yeah. And for your brother's going away shindig, we all ate Mexican again at a yeah. different Mexican restaurant and hung out that night. And Tristan wanted to stay longer than I did because yeah. I had an eddy in the next day. Yeah. And Tristan's like, well, I'm staying. And I was like, okay, well, then you're staying with Ben for the night because... <laughs> I'm going back to the dorm because I have an 8 a.m. I have to be up super early. And he was like, okay, well, I'll just stay here. I was like, all right, Ben, you got to deal with Tristan. <laughs> I thought it was hilarious because I, I barely even knew y'all or anything like that. And I was like, all right, yeah, bet. We, we had just <laughs> met, too. I was like, all right. Yeah. Sounds and, good to me. <laughs> and so um, I remember the next day I had an 8 a.m. back over here mm-hmm. on this campus. So I had an 8 a.m. that morning, too. Did you really? Yeah, and I remember... Waking up, and I, I guess I forgot to give Tristan some blanket or something like that, in a twin-size bed. I remember waking up and seeing him right next to me on, <laughs> on the twin-size bed. I said, oh, okay. So I hopped over him, and then um, I went to class. <laughs> he was still sleeping because he was tired. And after class, we came back, or we went back to your dorm. And I yeah. remember Tristan couldn't find something. What was it? It's either his shoe or his sock that he couldn't find. Yeah, I, I don't even remember. I want to say it was a sock. He had one sock on, but the other one like fell off in his sleep or something. And he couldn't find it. I don't I know how. It was a small room anyway. <laughs> well, your clothes were everywhere. Yeah. Well, there was no room. For, there wasn't even a, a uh, closet for the clothes, so they had to be everywhere. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. So, yeah, that's really how all of us got close. Because from there on out, we were inseparable, all of us. We, yeah. we hung out every day. And now we're moving over to this part of the town. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We were, we were planning to move to this campus that we're on now. Um, and so that was that was the move that we mentioned in the last episode. 
and you helped us with that. Which, yeah. Thanks again for that. That was a very stressful <laughs> two or three days of moving <laughs> stuff. And I know Tristan appreciates that as well. Absolutely. No problem. And I'm trying to think. Let's see. Who, who really was our next edition? It had to be Christy. Yeah. And we met Christy through another friend. And we all, we met her, I think, studying together. Yeah, it had to be. Because we were all were about the same spot mm-hmm. in training when, you know, we met her. And how I really met her was through Women in Aviation. Oh, that's right, yeah. The club that we're in. So, and no, it's not just for girls out there. It's, <laughs> it's all inclusive. <laughs> yes. Yeah, put that. <laughs> for male and female. Um, we are part of Women in Aviation. And the first time I really talked to her was when I had to send her my like member number through <laughs> a text and group me. Yeah. And then after that, I was like, you know, hey, what about this and this and this for the club and all that? And that's how really we, you know, came to interaction and hanging out more was studying and through the club. Yeah. And then now we talk to her every day as well. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, she's not even here right now. We're always playing Xbox or trying to get something done study-wise or something like that. Yeah, that's, that's true. all each other. Very true. And that ties back into how it's important to have solid friends because even though she's not here because all the corona stuff going on, I mean, we're still talking and trying to study and bounce ideas off each other. I mean, yeah. even today we're talking about women in aviation stuff and all that stuff going on with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think it's really important to keep in touch because, you know, no matter the distance between the group, it's important to, to keep tabs on each other. Just to, you know, make sure everyone's okay and see what they're going through and what's new with them. Yeah. Like, for instance, you know, Aaron. He lives very far away from us now and... Well, you keep tabs on him because he's your brother, but he's my old instructor. You probably so. talk to him more than I do, honestly. So I, I keep tabs on him, and we talk just about every day yeah. about flight stuff and just life and how things are. So that's always good to, to keep talking to people so you don't go crazy because it's easy to do in a small town. <laughs> yeah, that is. And then moving forward from that, I think our next edition was Hunter. That, that, was, that, was, a fun, that was a fun time. <laughs> that was a fun time. So who was it? it? Was Christy and Tristan that had signed us up for this etiquette dinner that the school was putting on? They got us into it because it was a free meal. And it was a free meal. We're all broke, and so it we was said, totally worth it. Oh, we're all broke, and we said, "Oh, free meal! Oh, absolutely, home cooked with an appetizer, um, and dessert." Yeah. And no, it was a three course meal. They had like, salad in the beginning, the the main dish, oh, yeah, and dessert, right. and. What did we eat? It was like chi- stuffed chicken or something. Yeah, it was delicious. And anyways, so <laughs> we met Hunter that night. You don't remember? No. Was it, was it that it was, night? No, it was I thought raining. it was the art night. Yes, it was the art night because we had the paintings in the back. <laughs> yes, that's right. And that's where Hunter had to get Yes. It. <laughs> yeah, and it was raining and the paintings were getting wet. Okay, so... A week prior to the etiquette dinner was when we met Hunter. Sorry, my, my memories are a little jumbled. Um, well, you obviously know the story better than I do, so you tell it. Yeah, so we're all... I mean, this is on clicks and everything like that going on. So we found our own table to sit at. And then I see <laughs> I see Hunter, this kid I've never seen before, or I don't even know who he is, sitting by himself. 
And I say, uh, are you waiting for people or something like that? He goes, no, I'm just here. I said, oh, get over here. You're sitting with us now. He goes, okay. <laughs> That's right. I remember that. I remember that. And then <laughs> after we had finished our airplane sunset painting. That were terrible. Yes. <laughs> mine, mine was really bad. I actually still have it. It's in my closet. People, wait. People think mine's a cow or something like that. It's so bad. And that night, like, after we had finished, it, the thing lasted, like, an hour or two. Yeah, and I remember, like, we all got done. And we're like, all right, let's go back to your apartment. Yeah, so we, because we piled in Tristan's Jeep. Yeah. And we were like, all right, we're going back to the apartment and just hang out and whatever, watch a movie or something. <laughs> and, we, and then we're like, see ya. <laughs> yeah, we were like, all right, well, nice to meet we you. didn't know what he was doing. We didn't know his schedule or that. So we're like, all right, yeah, we'll see you around or something like that. And, and, then, and then we, <laughs> we, we see walk this outside man, yeah. and sprint to the Jeep because it started raining. You remember that? It we was raining hard. We put our paintings in our shirts so they didn't yeah. get ruined. And they were already dry, by the way. So don't think we got paint all over us. But they were already dry. So we ran to the Jeep. And then we're like, we see Hunter walking in the parking lot. Yeah, going back to the dorms. And we're like, what are you doing? <laughs> we'll give you a ride. And he's like, oh, thanks. I appreciate it. So he jumps in the back of the Jeep because all the other seats were full. With all of our paintings, and we drive him to the dorms, and we're like, all right, bye, Hunter, again. It was nice to meet you. We want to see you soon. And then Christy was like, wait, are we all hanging out? Because I guess we didn't talk about it beforehand. Yeah. And I was like, well, yeah, I guess I don't care. Tristan was like, yeah, I'm down. And then I assumed you were down, too, because yeah. <laughs> you stayed that night. And she's like, well, let's go back and get Hunter. So we circled back around the parking lot, and we're like... He was already inside. Yeah. He was, like, walking up the steps or something Wasn't like that. it you that ran in and got him? No, because... Um... I think it was Christy. Because Tristan and I couldn't get into the dorm. Yeah, I think it was Christy. Because I, I don't remember going inside the building. And she was like, well, come hang out with us. And he was like, yeah, okay, I don't have anything else to do. So he came and hung out with us. And um, from then on out, we've all we've all been a pretty solid group. Yeah, absolutely. Um, to this day, we, we all talk to each other. And Hunter's also back home. And I talk to him at least three times a week now yeah just to you know see what he's up to and bouncing business ideas off each other and different projects we got going on and stuff like that so that's pretty good it's it's good to to talk to everyone especially because i knew i'd go crazy if i didn't have people to talk to here yeah that can uh happen very easily and very quick it's it's almost terrifying as to um how much it reminds me of my hometown the thing that's important, though, as well, I would say, is not just having that friend group, but exploring more avenues in that and create more friends. Because, I mean, if you stay in that same clique, it's, I mean, you're going to be stuck there. That's true. And then and then people have the vibe of, oh, they think they're better than us. It's like that. Like, they don't want to hang out with anyone yeah. else, which is not true. So but it's very important to reach out to other people. I would say we do a decent job of that. Like, I'm not trying to brag or anything, but... I mean, we do talk to other people on a normal basis, too, that we don't necessarily hang out with a lot. Yeah. I mean, some of it is because they're not even here all the time. Which is true, and we just don't encounter them a lot. Um, so, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I would agree with that. I think it's important to also converse with people outside of your normal group. Yeah. I would also say that having good, solid friends makes or break classes because you can take classes together, study together, not just flight stuff, but I mean, just core classes. Core classes are the most difficult classes that we have. 
I mean, don't get me wrong. Some of the higher level aviation classes are extremely difficult. But we understand them a lot easier. That's because, you know, we're all here for the same thing. Yeah. So that that's also another reason that our friend group is so strong is because we all have very similar interests yep. as far as aviation. Um, we're all stuck in a small town. We all have nothing else to do besides see each other or stare at a wall. And I mean, who wants to do that? And yeah, that makes sense. I, I would agree. Uh, especially when it comes to like core classes and stuff that we aren't necessarily as interested in. Um, taking it with someone, like whether it's a very close friend or just someone you at least see around the flight campus makes it 10 times better. And honestly easier because you're like, Hey, like I know you, like I know your name and I know your face, but we should, you know, study together for this test or, um, work on this homework assignment together, or we should set up a meeting with the professor to talk about this or you can carpool. Yeah. Because, I mean, that saves a lot of money, especially driving back and forth between the two campuses. I think for us, it's especially important to have a good, solid, close friend group. Plus, you know, the other friends that you don't see on a regular basis. Because we have, or we go to such a small school. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. take, for instance, you know, a bigger school, a huge university. We're considered a university, but that's because we have in several campuses throughout the state. Um, but take, in, take into account a big university that has, you know, one campus and then one, like, satellite campus. They have thousands of more students, tens of thousands of more students. And they see a lot more faces throughout the day. And don't get me wrong, I think you should still have a strong friend group if you go to a big university. I just think it's different. Yeah, I mean, we know everyone that goes there. Yeah. That's we, the thing. It's, it's like, it's almost like high school. Just you're learning a more similar topic or about a more similar topic. And you're learning a lot more about yourself and how to live on your own. And yeah, you're, you're learning that. maturity. You're growing up. You're learning how to cook. You're learning what it's like to pay bills. Yeah. Um, I didn't know how to do that until I got here. Tristan showed me how to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I just think it's different because you you see a lot more faces. You encounter more people. You you don't know everyone you see. I mean, you could sit in a class, a lecture hall with 200 people. Not know a single person. And Exactly. And for us, you know at least 50% of the people in the class yeah, because we have no more than, what, 30 people in a class? Yeah, and if, if you don't even know them, you've seen their face too. Exactly. And then you hear, <laughs> you hear the professor call roll once or twice, and you're like, oh, that's who that guy is. Yeah. Or, oh, that's who that girl is. Yeah, like, oh, I've heard the name before. Okay. Yeah, and so if someone's, like, telling a story or mentioning someone or, hey, can you give this paper to this person, you at least know who they are. Yeah, and then group me forms for the class to help study and all that other stuff, too. Oh, yeah, for sure. You can, yeah, we we do have that. So if you go to a big university, definitely make sure you have a good solid friend group. Yeah, I mean, I know some kids that go to, I mean, UGA, and... A lot of them have said, yeah, it's, it's extremely hard to make friends there. So they're still stuck in their high school clique with everyone that went to that school at the same time. Are you saying, like, the high school friends translate from high school to the university? Yeah, because they all, some of them, a lot of that group went to that university. Yeah, I think that's good, though, because you have, you know, a good, what I'm trying to say, a good past with that small group yeah, of people. Yeah, absolutely. So you can just adopt more people into the group and expand. 
That's the thing, though. A lot of them haven't expanded whatsoever, so they're still in the high school mindset. True. I see what you're saying. So, I mean, it, it can be harder for bigger universities because it's harder to get foot in the door with new people mm-hmm. when you're still stuck in that high school clique. Very true. Especially since a lot of people kind of join their groups freshman year. Yeah. Let's say you come in fresh, your freshman year and you're taking classes with a bunch of people you haven't met. If they have that high school group, so they're not open to talking to new people. Yeah. Or they're part of a group that's been there before. And that goes back to... Um, I've always been taught you don't have to be friends with everybody, but you at least need to be friendly towards everybody. I would agree. And that goes a long way. Um, not especially for us, but for us, especially (laughs) 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 because aviation is a small community. Yep. Yes. You have pilots that fly from middle of the States and they're all the way across the world for a couple days and then they come back. So you're interacting with other pilots everywhere. However, within like the same company, you do see familiar faces often. Everybody knows someone that you know. Exactly. And that's absolutely terrifying. Yeah. Because if you mess up, somehow, some way, someone's going to find out and it's going to come back up in the future. Yeah. So it's important to, like you said, be friendly to everyone because you don't want to make a bad impression. Or say you make a bad impression with someone a couple years older than you or a couple years ahead of you in the program here. Or their family works at the company. Yes. Then, you know, when you get there, when you're in the interview phase, they're like, oh, I've heard this name. Or, you know, the interviewer could go home and be like, oh, you know, I had this interview. It went well. Their name was this, whatever. And the, someone in the family would be like, oh, I've heard that name. Or, oh, I know this person that knows that person, you know. And so it's a small community. That can make or break a job right there. Oh, for sure. And it's a small community. So it's important to, you know, be on good terms with everyone and get along with everyone and help everyone out. Because a lot of people treat it as a competition when it's not. Yeah. Uh, I think it's important for us to help everyone, you know, at, at school, whether y'all hang out a lot or not, because we all have the same goal. Are trying to get to the same place, whether it be airlines, corporate, military, you know, whatever. So that also helps us to get to our, or having a good friend group also helps us get there. For transitioning from college to high school, we need to, or you still need to keep tabs on people that you went to high school with. Yeah. Because I could, it's true for me that, you know, oh, I used to see you every day at high school. I know your name. I know your face. I know a couple things about you. And going from that to parting ways, like you never see them again. You never talk to them again. I mean, you see them on social media, but that's about it. Mm-hmm. And But the people that you're close to, you kind of need to keep tabs on just because they may not have a solid group at school now, like at college. Yeah. Um, I know for me, I, I do keep in touch with a couple of friends from high school on a regular basis. Like we... And talk on Snapchat, have a streak on Snapchat. We went to the fair this last year. Yeah. Um, and so. Yeah, I mean, I've done the same stuff. Like, me and Adam, we went to go do a bunch of car stuff together. Every time we're in town, we're working on a car. Me and Zach, we're supposed to go camping. Uh, me and Jacob, we went up to Vermont to go snowboarding. It's just important to have those solid friends back home, too. And, mm-hmm. I mean, once you're friends, I mean, it's not right for you to just drop people. Oh, I agree. Because you're somewhere else. Or, you know, 
me, Seth, and Chris, and we we uh, we play Xbox occasionally. Yeah, just it's good to stay in touch. And hey, how's the family? <laughs> Stuff like that. I feel old saying that, but that's how it is. Oh wow. <laughs> and um, to plan events and stuff. Like, for instance, you know, this past week, some family friends of ours came over, and I got to see a good friend growing up again. It was good to see him and ask him how school's going. And, like, hey, Tucker, how's your business going? Because he has a lawn care business, so it was good to see him again and talk to them and just, you know, catch up. It's like it picks up right where you left off, at least for me and the people that I keep in touch with it does. Yep. I mean, I I would say there's something huge for me because... I have a big burning passion for cars too. So, and there's not many people down here that have that passion. So I'm able to escape a little bit and hang out with friends back home that have that same passion. Yeah. Back to that click. Yeah. That's good because like a lot of people here, we do have a similar interest as far as aviation and airplanes, but who you were in high school is who you is different from who you are in college. Yeah, for sure. Like, you are a different person. And college is really about finding who you are and who you want to be and what traits of your personality that you like and which ones you don't like, which hobbies you like and which hobbies you don't like. So that's good. It's good to keep in touch with everyone that you've encountered, high school, college, whatever, and have a good solid friend group from both. Especially while you're at college, because those are the people that you see the most of. But in the event you do go home for coronavirus or for the weekend to work or just to meet up with old friends, you can kind of keep those hobbies and interests there so that you know what's important to you and, you know, moving forward with your life, you know what you want. Yeah, I mean, that's the thing with Jacob, too. He has a similar interest, but he's just not down here. I mean, I remember we called him... Talking about aviation stuff. Yeah. Trying to get him more interested in it. Too. Exactly. And I had never met him. Yeah. I just only talked to him on the phone. So I, he he asked me a couple of questions and I was I answered them to the best of my ability about the school and, you know, just aviation in general. So that's another way to connect to people is through the friends you meet at school. The they're different than the people that you grew up with. Yeah. So you're expanding the people you know and the people that you can talk to about anything and you're making more connections. That relates back to the the more people you know, the better. Because not just for us, but for really every job field or every career path or, you know, area of interest, it, it's about who you know, whether you can get a job or whether you can get that internship or whether you can get that interview. A lot of places won't even give you an interview, you know, if your resume doesn't look good. But say for us, everyone coming out of here has the same resume. Yeah. Yep. We have X number of flight time, X college, you know, credits or same degree. same degree. There's only so many clubs offered at our school because it's, you know, such a small university. We all have the same stuff on the piece of paper. Same exact job, too. When so we leave here. sometimes it's, oh, OK, you know, this guy here or I've heard your name or I've seen your face because you've done a tour with us before through, you know, a family friend or a relative or whatever. So that really gives you a foot in the door. And. I know that can translate to other career fields because the more you know, the better. I mean, it's not a bad thing to know more people. It's a good thing. And that'll give you more opportunities in life. 
not necessarily to better yourself, but to help other people as well. Yeah, it's the yeah. name recognition. It's so important. Or you mentioned it's important to be genuine. So elaborate more, a little more on that. I mean, yeah, your goal is to get a job. Your goal is to get an interview or whatever you're trying to get to. But you want to get there being who you are and not putting on a face for other people and being someone else that you aren't being. Yeah, you definitely need to be 100% real with everyone. Not just for the aviation community, but just for you to, you know, be a good person, to be a better person. You don't want to be fake with people because that doesn't get you very far. So you don't need to make those connections to get a leg up, but you, you need to be genuine with people. What we're trying to say is be genuine with people and m make friends and make connections, but don't do it in a way that's only for personal gain. I mean, yeah, I'd say if you're not real with people, they're going to find out eventually that you're not being real with them, and then it's going to go sideways for you. So, I mean, for the interview, for the job, you're going to have to be yourself, and they're going to, I mean, they're going to find out after you get that job or after you get the interview <clears throat> if you're saying who you actually were. Yeah, so don't, so don't, like, fake your personality. Don't be fake with people, especially with the people that you're hanging out with now. I mean... Yeah, if you are fake with people now, then yeah, like you said, Ben, you'll end up with a job. But soon after, they're like, oh, this person doesn't have a good work ethic. Or, oh, this person isn't compatible with our company motto. Or, oh, this person's been lying. I wonder what else he's been lying about. Yeah, for sure. And it's just good to have good connections that are on genuine intentions and genuine, gen <laughs> genuine personality traits. So to conclude the episode... Make sure you're putting yourself out there, whether you're at a small university or a large university or community college, that you are making friends, making connections, um, figuring out who you want to be, studying with people, cooking with people, learning with people, maturing with others, um, because that really makes makes you a better person as far as growth and maturity and life experiences. And Ben and I would like to thank you all for listening to this episode of Prop Talk. We would like to announce that we are now on Apple Podcasts. Yes, we're on Apple Podcasts. We made it. So you can find... The big leagues. <laughs> yeah, you can find us on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Um, we will be posting links to those on social media. So you can find it on there. Thank you for listening, and we will talk to you next time.